0: That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, only by 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Good evening everybody and welcome to the somewhat erroneously called uh, Club Preview here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast where we're here this evening to kind of dissect the the result in Braga last night a wee bit more talk a wee bit about some Rangers news and then finally wrap up with the St Mirren game on Sunday at 12 o'clock I'll be your host this evening, uh, Scott Gemmell, I'm joined with all the lads again, um, Sans Tommy but um, first up um, is Mr Alistair Pearson How
3: we doing Scotia? I'd usually say I'm looking forward to watching Rangers at the weekend, but I'm actually going to the game in Sunday. But I really don't want to be going to be honest. But I'll be there on Sunday at twelve o'clock anyway.
2: Glad to did this. Will that be
3: your first away game?
2: Eh, well, I don't know
3: actually. Probably is actually in the late end um, Premiership. All right, All right. I right. we'll well, don't go we'll
2: to away to games
3: that. as you know, but I uh, yeah.
2: We'll get to that when we come in the Talk about St Mirren um, Next up we've got uh, Ryan Hamers How's things Ryan?
4: Hi all oh, good Ali's made a rookie Mistake there um, I managed to Block uh, the ticket Centre um, On my emails So that I didn't Get a ticket um, For Sunday And I managed to Free up my time So unlucky Ali You'll need to just Try and enjoy yourself On Sunday But yes I was, I was actually off, I, was
3: off, I, I was offered the ticket Ryan And I stupidly well,
4: how, I went how Yes How, <laughs> pushed, how pushed were you? I was sober as well <laughs> Well, uh, you enjoy yourself, mate. I'll, be, uh, I'll chill out and watch it on Sunday and try and, try and relax. But yes, it's just like everybody else, gentlemen, I'm glad it's a weekend.
2: Indeed, it's a lovely lovely evening. Indeed, and then finally we're joined by Scott Carney. How are things this evening, Scott?
1: Yes, yeah, so all good, mate. I loved the fact that Ali tried to get a wee bit of staunch points, mate, by saying that he was going to an away game and you immediately went, <laughs> was that your first one ever? It's <laughs> just like... <laughs> We we'll not bring up back we back back down there. Um, no, I am. Uh, I am good, mate. Uh, a few things before we do get into things. Uh, sorry, Scott. Uh, I just have to thank Ross C for the three coffees that he bought us today. I don't know if you watched last night's pod, mate, but if you did, then I'm sorry. You, I blame Rangers for that, uh, as it wasn't it wasn't our finest hour. That is for sure. But I really do uh, appreciate it. And again, sorry for everybody that's in the comments last night. I was really tired last night and I've been really busy at work. I've just not had a chance to get round to it. It's going to happen from time to time. So I am sorry that I wasn't as involved uh, in, the, in the comments. But looking forward to this, like Alistair, not sure how I feel about Sunday just yet.
2: Yes, indeed. So, yeah, obviously we're also um, live on YouTube, so I can see some of the comments coming in. So Carney will be in control again. There, There's we Tommy popping up there. Good evening, Tommy. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> so we'll try and we'll get through some of the comments and maybe have a discussion if you bring up some decent points because there's um not it's not going to be, be fun so it's, it's this Kenny weeks turned into a bit of disaster in terms of not being upbeat podcast but we'll we'll try to do our best. Um, so we'll start off obviously with the the result in um, the Braga one Rangers nil last night in the Estadio Municipal de Braga um, with a goal from Abel Ruiz in the fortieth minute, which was enough to give what on paper. Is a slender lead going into the game, return game in Ibrooks on Thursday next week. Um, I don't want to discuss the game overly much because all four of us were on on the game, uh, on the pre match, post match podcast uh, last night, and I think we covered it pretty well. And certainly my feelings about it haven't really changed anymore since watching the highlights back. But obviously, we lined up with um, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Bassey. Jack, Lundström, Kamara, Arfield, Kent and Sakala. And as I say, we had that um, the, the one goal from Abel Ruiz in the 40th minute that um, took that them through, or not through, sorry, but through to Ibrox with, with that advantage. Um, did note that all the other games last night um, were all sitting at one each. Um, I sat and watched a wee bit of the Atalanta-Leipzig game before our game and oof, if we managed to get through, I'm worried, <laughs> to say the least. And um, I don't know if he's caught it. Did any of you catch this? That West Ham were up in the attack against Leon, and one of their no, fans. I uh, one of their fans ran onto the pitch and stopped the play. And I think it was a rare attack for West Ham as well. I would be fuming if that happened.
3: Yeah, again, Thursday, does it doesn't matter if does matter if we did it anyway, because we know we wouldn't score anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> probably
2: true. There, mate. probably true. Yeah. As I say, I'm not gonna go in, in through the game too much myself. Use can if you as want, but I think the big thing to take away from the, the game last night and the the, the interviews afterwards was Geo's comments. Mm. So I watched the RTV press conference with him and Jack and he was talking about that you know, the defeat that's a slim margin at one nil, which I think we can all agree, but for me on it's one nil on paper, we need to actually go out and show something to benefit in going through. He did concede that the final third wasn't great at points in terms of, you know, that final effort on goal. Um, and Jack, obviously... I, was, I thought this was a bit of a surprise that Jack was brought out because we, Ryan, you did bring it up when he was getting subbed off that um, he had a wee bit of a, a stromp. But um, he kind of said in that interview that it was out of frustration He'd being 1-0 down. Take from that what you will. But I found it surprising that both of them were out for that. But obviously the big one for me here is... Um, the comments that he made that immediately to BT Sport afterwards obviously we didn't see it because we were sitting recording but he said that Ramsey was not brought on because he wasn't injured but we have a big squad thoughts Ryan?
4: Shocked like I think I can't remember this is how bad my memory is but I think that news came over when we had just stopped recording last night yeah. and we all kind of yeah. had our say on it i um, um, I, I'm i in the geo camp I am I'm trying to defend him at times and he needs to get his own team and he needs to be given time and he's not doing so any favour Scotia that was a for me a strange comment to make because it was a loaded question and he must be he needs to be a bit more clever than that even if he was fully fit he's got to say we went with the team we thought was best Ramsey's feeling fitfully he's got to, he's got to answer that a bit cuter Um Aaron Ramsey should have been playing. If he's fit, I can't remember, it was one of you boys said last night, that's why we brought him to this club, to play in the big games, to play against Celtic as he did on Sunday, to play in a quarter final in Europe, not to sit on the bench the full game. He's a very, very good player. I still don't think he's up to speed. I thought on Sunday that, he's, yeah, he's got some lovely touches and he moves about the pitch well, but he's just, he's still not, you can see he's still not up to up to full speed. But he's, God, he's a better option, Scott Arfield, in that position, surely. Um, I think that, I think Geo is not doing so many favours. And again, not for the first time, it looks as if there's a lack of trust between him and the players at the moment. And that is deeply concerning.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not ideal. I mean, I'm the same as you there in terms of, I really want Geo to do well and succeed. But this week, some of the stuff that's going on and just listening to other people's thoughts and opinions of it, my, my mind's slightly, slowly, ever so slowly changing if I'm being honest. Um, Carney, what did you make of the, the comments in Ramsey? I agree with Ryan there that he's probably, he is probably fit but he's definitely not match fit and it was probably about, what six games ago that we said Ramsey needs to start playing so that he's match fit and we're, we're running out of games now. Your thoughts? Where well to start mate?
1: Um, I know we've done a lot of negative podcasts I'm very aware of this but last night everything that Giovanni. Van Bronckhorst said after the match, uh, it just confused me. Uh, and it, it worried me a, a great deal. He, if you're coming out and saying that Aaron Ramsey's fit, you play him. Why have you got him here? What is the point in him being here if he's not going to play in the quarterfinal of the away leg? The away leg. Why are you not going to play him? And stick with Scott Arfield, who had very, very little effect on the game. I don't know. Um, if it's meant the way he he said it. Obviously, he's he's pretty fluent in in English, but it's definitely got me concerned and I can't really make much sense of it. He also made a comment that we created some good chances. No, we didn't. We didn't. I mean, we just didn't. We had one that I can think of and it was Sakala's and it wasn't on target. That's not enough. I mean, it's nowhere near enough. So, I don't know if... As well as the players, Geo's hit the default button and it's just this. We'll just keep saying the same thing over and over again and uh, hope that something changes. But the the comments last night were not great. And as harsh as it sounds, and I don't want that to happen because I do think he deserves time um, to try and implement his own players onto the team. But if you continue with comments like that, if you continue with decisions like that, and Say things to us as fans that we are just meant to accept and believe when we can see things with our own eyes. And everybody, pretty much everybody is in the same opinion now. Last night's not a terrible result, but the performance is so worrying because of this downward spiral that we seem to be on right now. So if he continues to say that kind of stuff, I'm sorry, he will not survive. He just will not survive because we just won't put up with it. Um, Because I don't think we should. We don't deserve to put up with it. So... Yes, that's my, <clears throat> my wee rant at the comments, over. But if if Aaron Ramsey is fit, you play him. It's as simple as that.
2: Yeah, I mean, Pearson, in his post-ma- post-match interview last night, the comments that get made when I watched it back this morning, weren't overly bad. You know, he, w- he wasn't saying anything that wasn't not true, really. But it was maybe his comments today in the interview. There was no um, press match Conference for the, the game on Sunday today, obviously, because we'd probably get in a wee bit too late. But his comments in the, the interview in RTV today about, his, like Carney said, there, we played really well and we created some pretty good chances it just seemed strange to me.
3: It was worrying today. Can we, Carney asked me the question the other week um, Do I think Gio's the man to take us forward? And I said, You need to give him the summer, but deep down, I don't think he is. Because he's worried me too many times this season with decisions, and again that's another red flag for me. Watching that this morning, if he thinks that's a decent performance and we created chances, stats don't lie, Scotia. How many shots on target did we have last night? Zero. That's not good enough against. So let's be honest, but Braga, Braga's a half decent team, but they're not. They're not that brilliant, Braga. And. Um, <laughs> It just worries me. His team selection at times worries me. His substitutions worry me. And this isn't just on last night. This is going back to previous games as well. So, yeah, as I said to Carney a couple of weeks ago, and I don't like saying it because I, I want to back him and I hope he proves me wrong. But I just don't think he's the guy who leads us forward. I really don't. And I'm sorry to say that, but that's what I, that's how I feel at the moment. Because he just he just doesn't convince me at the moment when Broncos, he really doesn't.
2: No, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I'm somewhat, perhaps, overly optimistic at times when it comes to Rangers things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, but like I said, I'm slowly, slowly creeping the other way. If I'm being completely honest, um, yeah. Like I said, we're not going to dig into this game too much because I thought we covered it pretty well uh, last night. So you can go back to listen to that if you haven't already. Um, and also, I think just taking it, all the all the guys' comments, we're all kind of still in the same boat as we were we were last night. <laughs> Um, So let's get on to some other sort of wee Rangers things and bits of news and something that happened yesterday that was um, quite fun was the semi-final tickets arrived for the game against Celtic next Sunday, Um, which, glad to see that come through. Um, My wee worry with this really, my wee gripe is that there was no pre-notification that the ticket sales window would be open when it was, it was the email that came through on the morning, sales window's now open, go and buy your ticket. For me, I'd been out all day in the drink the, the day before, because it was the Scotland game. So when I woke up, <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that is <laughs> your own fault? That is our yeah, yeah.
1: just fault that
2: you were out in the
1: bus? No,
2: no, but I was obviously slept in, and by the time I got on to log in, it was only the West and it was available. But I, what I was thinking is, like, for folk that are on the night shift, that'll hit them there as well. Folk that are maybe <laughs> working, show. so... Yeah, but the, the, the tickets came along, so I go not get the greatest seat in the world, if I'm being honest, because Hamden isn't great if you're behind the goals. Um, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, you guys happy with who you've got? Um, let's go yes, to you mate, first, Carnie. W-
1: I wasn't on the last the day before me,
2: so I'm <laughs> <my> good seats. <laughs> uh, my own fault, really. I should have kind of known that Rangers would pop that on me, so yeah, you happy with your seat?
1: Yeah, mate, no, I'm very much so happy with my seat. I, I, it's a hat or a miss for Hamden. You never really know. Um the last one we were at, um it wasn't wasn't ideal. I think I was about I think like row N or O or something like that. But I am a wee bit further up now, about thirty rows or so back, so it's good enough for me. Uh, but I I don't like Hamden, but I still constantly go anytime that we are there, so I'm not too not too bothered. And it looks like I'll be dragging Mister Pearson up to stand next to me because he's down by the by the the dugout. I think or maybe he'll be in line with the what linesman's
2: you? knees. Maybe. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ali. Do you want to do you want to divulge where you're sat, or are you happy with yeah. your seats in general?
3: I'm exact same section as Carney, but I'm think, five rows from the front or something, but doesn't matter where you're in Hamden, to be honest. It's garbage. Every scene in it's garbage. I chose the South Stand because I thought I might get South Stand up because you've got a chance of seeing something for up there, to be honest. So it doesn't matter where you are. The thing that annoys me about it, and this is the thing to do with Rangers, is I tick the CC's box for a reason. I don't need to do anything.
0: Get a <laughs> yes. ticket
3: and Rangers send it out. But for some God-known thing this season we need to go on and piss about on a website that's absolutely crap, let's be honest about it, and try and get tickets. And your excuse, Scotia, which wasn't a very good excuse, but... It's a, shocker. Same, <laughs> it's a shocker. But at the same time, even if you were out in the push and the CCs worked how they have previously, you wouldn't have had to worry about that because you would have got a ticket. We obviously tick the friends and family. We, we always sit beside each other. Um, that is what annoys me with Rangers. I don't know why that has changed when it comes to Hamden at the moment, why we need to go on and muck about when we tick a box for the very reason that take our money out of the account, Rangers, and just send a ticket to us and we don't need to do anything about it. So that's what annoys me. But like Carnie, don't like the place, don't like getting there, don't like getting out of it. But we'll be there at the end of the day. I've got a horrific record at Hamden. Rangers have an horrific records from Hamden. Um the last one was probably the Barry McIghal, but since then it has been woeful at Hamden. So the laws of averages, as I say to Carney all the time, and I've said about this one, it is due to change. <laughs> but even even at this point, I'm looking at Rangers going, "Can not see it?" But half head off, I'm good. I'll be there anyway. So that's the main thing. <clears throat> Yeah,
2: indeed, and, and, and Ryan, I think out of all of us, you've you've got the, the plum tickets here, really, because it's the only area of Hamden that I think is any good to be in. Um, where, where you're at, um, looking forward to where you're sitting.
4: I I'd agree. I think. Well, I don't mind the south stand if you're up on that tier. I actually got a ticket for that. It was a semi final when we played Hearts, and we actually won. Morelos and Helander, I think it was the scored. Yeah, I was up. I was up there, and and that was actually quite a good seat. To be fair. But um, yeah, I'm in the North Stand again, and I picked the North Stand because it's a decent view, I hate being behind the goal, so yeah, I'm in the North Stand, thankfully, I've been in the North Stand before against against them, and um, I was right at the segregation, and we didn't win, so I was a bit panicking that I was going to be at the segregation again this time, but you've confirmed to me I'm a couple of sections down, which is good, um, it doesn't really matter where you sit, or stand next Sunday, if you win, that's all that matters, but I'm pretty sure there's not enough alcohol in this country to get in my body for me to be able to cope with what's coming in Sunday.
2: <laughs> yes, it's turned into one of these ones where I initially was looking really forward to it and now just as games go by, it's like, oh no. Kind of dreading it back to the days when we were getting absolutely horsed off of Celtic. Um, under Cisina and the likes. Yeah. So uh, tickets are out, so if you've been lucky enough... To go along, you, you may potentially see one of us floating about, and um, but we'll look forward to that. So let's get into a wee bit more Rangers news and something that I wanted to talk about, because I I knew this was coming up before the, the news got announced earlier in the week, because the, the Hawkeye company that does all the tennis and stuff had a recruitment position out for a Scottish-based video replay operator, um, which to me was saying, all right, they're getting ready to bring VAR in getting ready to bring VAR in, and it's been confirmed that there'll be a vote set in Scotland on the 19th of April to see if VAR will be introduced to the Scottish Premiership from, which strange timing for me this one, after the World Cup in 2022 there, so it'll be in December time it comes in, which initially for me is ridiculous because you're playing half the season, or a wee bit of the season, with no VAR, and then the rest of the season with some VAR, seems a bit strange to me. And then the, the wee thing here, I mean, I think we all know where we stand with VAR here. I think we've all made our opinions pretty clear um, over the last months and so. Um, because, right, we have been poor this season, but I think we would have definitely benefited from VAR in some games. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it to be introduced. I don't know if any of you guys know the details, but this is another point for me, is the way the vote's structured for this. We need to have 75% of the Premiership clubs wanting it which I know Celtic, are, uh, Hibs and sales have so definitely come out and said we'd want it. I think there's a few more in there as well. You also need 75% of the championship clubs to agree to it, which I get up to a point because some of them will ultimately come into the, the Premiership um, through promotion, etc. But the really strange one is the 75% of League One and League Two clubs. <laughs> My question to you, Ali, is why? <laughs> Why are they being allowed to vote on this if it's only introduced in the SPF in the Premiership?
3: Doesn't it shock me. Why are we even voting for it for a start off should should just put in? I don't. There's no point. What's to vote for? I mean, is your dad's football team Hillsborough? They've been asked to vote on it as well, Scotia.
2: You never know. I'll need to ask them. They might. They might have been done now. It.
3: Honestly, it's it's a farce, and like you say, Scotia as well. Why is it getting int- introduced halfway through a season as well? I mean, you, you couldn't make it up in Scottish football, could you? To me, I know Ryan's kind of sat in the fence with VAR. We've benefited from VAR in Europe. We've had one decision against us, which was the Dortmund one, which we should have won that game. But we've benefited quite a bit in Europe this season with VAR. Yeah, I think it needs to come in. I'm, I agree with you, Scotia. It would benefit us in um, in the in the Premiership this season as well. But I don't know why it needs to go to a vote. I really don't. I think it should be introduced. just... And that's the end of it, and letting these clubs in League 1 and League 2 vote on it, and they're never getting it, it's, it's a joke, it's an absolute joke, and, but I'm not surprised, so let it batter on and see what happens, like you say, is the next week the vote is, so see what happens. And ne- Mon- Monday, I think it's the day after the, yeah. the semi. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, Ryan, no surprise here, um, call this what it is, it's um, vote-rigging really.
4: Well, what else? V- voting always goes well in Scotland, not just in sporting <laughs> in terms um <laughs> political as well. So let's not get into that. but <laughs> no, God's yeah, sake. That's a, that, don't the get comments that, will mate. go mental. It's, we are we right. live tonight, mate. That could go, that could go definitely I know, wrong. That. I know. But if you know what to comment in the comments, just put your yes or no anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think um, it gives me the fear, Scotia. Ali's right. I'm on the fence. I am more, I've swung towards VAR more because of European decisions this season because they really have benefited us and not just because they benefited us, because the right decision's been made, because the referees missed it. So, yeah, it has swung me a bit, but I still have this horrible image in my head that we are going to be left in Scotland with this Aldi version of VAR where there's some sort of Assistant referee standing at the side, the touchline, dingwall where a Tesco iPad, while well, the referee tries to watch a replay, and Willie Collum <laughs> runs up into a box and grabs his headset and says, "No penalty." That's, I mean, it's just not going to be what you see in Europe. It's not going to be that what, what we're seeing, what we want. So it gives me the fear um, that that that's that's the way it's going to swing, and it's just going to be probably a laughingstock in Scotland. Um, if they can get it watertight and, and the way you want it, then yeah, let's go for it. But in terms of the voting, I'll just I'll laugh, whatever happens, it's it's just a it's always a scandal in Scotland, does not it? no matter what to do with the voting.
2: Yeah, I mean spamming boxes and everything like that, yeah. Um Ryan, like you say there, um one of the options that was being discussed was you'd have them in a wee van outside the stadium in there and then obviously someone pitch side as well but I think one of the stumbling blocks a few a month or two back was that what they were going to do was have like a central location where if the, all the games would get streamed to and all the decisions would be made in there um, which upped the price quite a bit I think and um, yeah that's that same club's a wee bit wary but Carney your thoughts on this and the, the voting kind of propo- the laughable voting proposals
1: Laughable is the correct word to me. it is just laughable it's I don't understand it. I don't understand why, why the clubs are just continuing to put up with. I mean, they all need to rally together. And like Ali says, <clears throat> I am, I'm not like fully for far, but it has to happen because the standard of the refereeing in this country is shockingly bad, uh, and it's really holding the game back. I don't understand why it has to be a vote. It shouldn't be a vote. So I will 100% agree um, with Ali there. And as Ryan said, it is going to be a wee guy at the side of the part going, well, I've got a perfectly two Grundig here, so I don't need your super-duper cameras to, to get this done. Uh, it's just, it's not going to work. The reason it's the reason it's going to be straight after the World Cup, mate, is because we're going to get all used equipment and it's going to be cheaper and all the stuff that you would like to think the, the, the SPFL will do to cut corners, they will do. Uh, I don't believe they want it because they don't want to pay for it. I don't know how they're going to structure the way it's going to be paid. Uh, as I said, when we mentioned this before, it was this: uh, or Rangers and Celtic should pay for it. No, we shouldn't. Why should Rangers and Celtic pay for this? It's just a, a, it's an absolute joke. We are we've said for it, and it's a deeper it's a deeper issue, mate. Because the the association in this country has been underselling the game up here for years and years and years. And this is the accumulation of it all, that we don't actually have enough to keep up with modern football. We don't even have full-time referees in this country. I mean, it is absolutely shocking. It really is. So it probably won't get passed through now. We're probably going to need to live in the dark ages. We're still going to need to deal with Willie Collum when he's 116 years old, refereeing games, only part-time. Uh yeah. I, I'm not surprised as it, like like Ali as well. I am not surprised that the, the the SPFL are doing their best to make sure that this doesn't get passed through. It's a it's a farce. I hope the clubs decide to do the right thing because we need anything we can to improve the the officiating in this country. So, but time
2: will tell, mate. Yeah, so we've got that we vote to look forward to. And like I say, I can understand all that the Premier clubs getting asked. Yes, I can understand to an extent the championships. Championship clubs getting asked, but maybe not at seventy-five percent of the vote because the team's down the bottom half of that. <laughs> well, funny you say that, Fingo. <laughs> Fingo, was it? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, funny you say that. Um, Neil Gaunt- Doncaster was the next talking point I was going to come on to because he's come out in the press um, this week to kind of, in a roundabout way, confirmed that the live streaming of um, home games in Scotland at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon to be broadcast to. Scotland and Ireland, and Irish and Welsh TV viewers looks like it's going to come to an end, um, and that's for me a bit of a blow. And um, because I think that certainly the Rangers have invested an awful lot more money into RTV over the past few seasons with this on, and it's a massive help for people that can't get along to the game. We've got Tommy, who you saw me on Tuesday, there, he's on the season ticket waiting list at the moment, so if he can't see a game if it's not getting streamed through. Through our TV I think this is a bit disappointing, Ryan. You not know think?
4: Aye, it's just, it's not ideal, is it? It's, um, how how long's Tommy been on the on the waiting
2: list, do You know, but we're adding the comments. Is it just a year? A year this season? Yeah. Yeah. Aye, it's um, no,
4: it's not ideal, but anything to do with the ticket office. I, I'm trying not to be too negative in this podcast. How do I turn this into a positive? Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a challenge, and it's, um, it's a challenge that you take on board. And f- fans are just frustrated all the time with the ticket office. It's not, there's nothing really runs smoothly with it. Um, I think the last person I know that I was sitting on the waiting list was there for two, two years, and got offered one. Um, what I would suggest to Tommy is I've not I've not spoken to Tommy personally, um, but what I would suggest, to anybody that's on the ticket, the season ticket waiting list, if you do get the email, I would go into the ticket office because you can literally stand and they can show you all the available seats and you can pick where you want to sit. Um, so that's just a kind of insight into how I got my season ticket with my dad down at Covent front. So, but yeah, it's not ideal, and as we already know, like anything Rangers do. The ticket centre is amateur. It's amateur, I it's so not that way fit. It really is. It's it's poor because it's 2022, and it's all about it's all about the, all about the customer. People saying it doesn't. It never ever feels like that with Rangers, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: indeed. To, to turn that into a slight positive, Ryan, the the streaming end doesn't anything to do with Rangers, so. They've got that in their back pocket that they can use. This is all this is all the SFA and the UEFA Article 48 <laughs> rule coming into place. And to be honest, it's, for Rangers, like I say, us personally, it's not going to be an issue, Carney, because we go to the games all the time. But there are Rangers fans that, you know, for whatever reason can't afford a season ticket, or like Tommy, they're on the waiting list. Perhaps they've got other commitments that day that they could maybe still watch the game in the house, but they couldn't get along to the match. It just, it seems disappointing for me.
0: It
1: is, and again though, I am just, just sound like Alistair, just call me Ali, am I surprised at this? No, I'm not surprised at it, because they have to do everything they can to try and claw some money back into the game, because they're not doing enough, they're not doing their job, and Doncaster has to somehow justify his ludicrous wage that he's on for not doing his job, he really isn't. I mean, we outsourced, we had to get a marketing company in to get us a sponsor for the league, what is that about? Like, I mean, it is how you can't sell this league is just absolutely—it's um, beyond me. On um, a completely unrelated issue, the, the the club sponsor is somebody called NordVPN. Um, I, I mean, maybe there's—I mean, there's, <laughs> apparently they're really good. I'd say it's not really related to to anything that we're speaking about, but um, maybe have a look at that if you're um, um, if you find yourself in the need to be in another country for a while. That's all I'll say on that.
2: Yes, the BVPNs are always very useful for m- more things than football. To be honest, so yeah, that um, Pearson. I mean, not even Rangers here. I think all the clubs throughout the Scottish kind top divisions have invested in TV streaming services to do this. And there'll be fans that live miles and miles away from you know if they support a team in the League Two, they might live miles and miles away due to work. That they were making good use of this. It just seems that once again, Scottish football fans are getting slapped in the face here.
3: Yeah, it's disappointing I mean, during COVID times we had to unfortunately watch some of these football team streams which were interesting at times to be honest I <laughs> think we got Livingston and uh, St Mirren was on as well actually St. Yeah. St
2: Johnston we got a few times St Johnston,
3: St. Johnston was one <laughs> There was a guy you know, a guy get sacked or something because he was the, was that, said uh, something ridiculous in one yes. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, you know, I don't want to say what he said because it was quite rude but he got sacked in it. Yeah but yeah, it's, it's 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 not good. Obviously, it doesn't affect us guys, but for the guys that obviously can't make it, it's a shame. But as Carney said, there's um, there's ways around it. Yeah,
2: it's disappointing. <laughs> what I would say, obviously, for every- <laughs> yeah, what nice I would and, say for everyone nice listening,
1: nice and subtle, mate. Nice and subtle. <laughs> That's what I like to see. <laughs>
2: yeah, what I would say to folk listening. That aren't within the UK, that won't affect you at all. Even if you are wanting, if you are in the UK, like um, Carney says, there are there are VPN services, and in particular NordVPN, that maybe have a wee look into if families can't get along to the games. So that's kind of everything Rangers news-wise. I think there was nothing else that I really seen. Obviously, Alex Lowry got his injury, but I think we discussed that last night. Carney and we'll potentially come on to discuss this a wee bit more in this section where we look forward to the. Um, the St Mirren game, um, which will be at 12 o'clock on Sunday Absolutely oh. great <laughs> oh. <laughs> And it's um, yeah, it's quite and in, quite interesting St Mirren are sitting 10th in the league at the moment Six points above St Johnson But they are still in with a chance of finishing in the top six Should results go their way and should they get a result against us um, So on that the top six, I wanted to have a wee discussion about and see see who we would like to get and, you know, sort of possible permutations. Obviously, Celtic, ourselves and Hearts are all confirmed in the top six, but it's all to play for, for everyone between fourth and tenth, really. Um, you've got Aberdeen, Ray Ross County and um, tomorrow, Celtic v St Johnston, Dundee United v Dundee, Hearts v Hibbs, and Livy v Motherwell. So apart from Dundee and St Johnston, all of those teams in there um, could potentially potentially finish in the top six. Um, looking at those results, I fully expect Dundee United to beat Dundee and confirm their place in the top six. Livy and Motherwell, I think Livy will do enough. Um, Motherwell will do enough to get in there as well. And then Aberdeen and Ross County, I don't know how that's going to go. So if, I've got a sort of top five at the minute Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Dundee United, and Motherwell. And then any one of Ross County, Levy, Aberdeen, or Hibbs. And um, what are you? Your thoughts on this, Pearson? Anyone you particularly want or don't want? It doesn't
3: really matter, to be honest, does it? <laughs> Let's be honest about it. Does it really matter who's in the top six? No, really. Um, I could looking at the fixtures at the weekend. I I could. I mean, the sheep are dire, They really are dire, But I can see the sheep beating Ross County. Like you say, Dundee. United, I think I'll beat Dundee. Hearts, Hibbs could see up in a draw, they're usually a draw, um, and Liddy at home to Motherwell, ah, yeah, so I can kind of see your scenario, Scotia, I think that'll be it, but I don't think it really matters, if I'm being bluntly honest, um, I mean, the other side of the city, play obviously St Johnston on Saturday, so they'll go nine points, of us, before we kick a ball on Sunday, and we'll see what the reaction for the Rangers team. None of us sitting here are confident in Rangers going to St. mum on Sunday, regardless of what Celtic do on Saturday. Even if St Johnson somehow pulled off a miracle and beat them, we'd go and make an RC on Sunday guaranteed. <laughs> um so I I'll be honest, Josh, I don't I it really matters who's in the top six because we're not going to win all the games end the season, regardless of who's in there. So as what it is.
2: Yeah, I mean Carney Curry Muncher makes a point there, he says, Who do we think is best for Rangers to get in the top six so that they hinder Celtic. Now I think like we've all said we've we're all kinda of conceding the league really, but it is still mathematically possible. So out of the sorta of, the teams in there, who are you leaning towards to kinda of be a difficult a harder tie for Celtic?
1: I None, mate. I'm going to be brutally <laughs> honest. None, literally none. I don't. I'm again. I'm not liking how much I'm a green Alistair man. Honestly, it's really beginning to bother me. It's irrelevant just now because there isn't, a, in my opinion, there isn't a title race anymore. We have we handed that away. Um, however, I'm going to see if you've done your homework, here, Scotia, because is there not something about us having to play a team maybe once more than we should have? Uh, two teams, once more than they should have at home based on the way that it's going to be split up, if results go a certain yeah. way. Does that make sense? Yeah, so,
2: so basically yeah, so the Celtic game's away, the Hearts game will be away. If Mother will make it, that'll be away. With Dundee United make it, we'll be at home. If Ross County make it, we'd be at home. Levy Aberdeen and Hibbs if they make it, they would all be away. So I think what would happen, see if we can't because of only yeah. No, so one one team would end up having to play us one time less away because we've already played them. Uh, so we'd have three home games, which is
1: ideal. And again, ideal. This all, it all ties back to what we've spoken about the past couple of topics we are talking about, the SPFL making a complete mess of their job. This split should not be a thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think we all agree on that, that the split's just an absolute joke. I, I can't really... Understand what it adds to the game. I don't think it really adds anything. I don't think it makes things more fair or less fair or anything really about it. And it's just a, it's a, it's a dinosaur of a thing that we tried to do to make the league more interesting, and it didn't work. So uh, I would scrap it absolutely altogether. But in terms of we need, we need a miracle. We need for we need Celtic to seriously implode, and for a lot of teams to really go to battle. Um, but as you say, as it stands now, mate, nobody can really make third um or the the, the hearts are not gonna the hearts are going to finish third. So there's not not even that to fight for. Do, what do you get if you finish fourth? Anything? Um, do you not get the conference? Conference. Do you get the conference? So potentially <laughs> something and potentially something in that. Um there could be three teams really fighting out to, to get fourth, which might might aid um Rangers um when they play Celtic, but it could also hinder us when they play us because they'll be going for it and our defence, as we've mentioned, is very shaky, put under even a slight bit of pressure. So, right now, it doesn't really matter, me, It doesn't really bother me. Um, I mean, if they drop points this weekend and they win, then ask me that question again, mate, and I might have changed my tune. But as of right now, it doesn't really matter, me
2: Yeah, no. Brian, have you got any, any preferences or you like the guys there just? Take whoever.
4: I know it's not for what I hear, but I'm just absolutely scunnered. Like I'm absolutely scunnered with the league. It's just still it's still there with me from Sunday and I'm just I'll really struggle to watch the game on Sunday. I really will. Um I hope I have in the top six. The lower down they are the better. And I mean in all forms of life, get them down wherever they are, because um that's where they deserve to be and Yes, I don't think I don't think anything can benefit Rangers. If we're, um, I know I know I'm on this podcast to, to give opinion, um, I don't think anything can benefit this league anymore. I don't think we can look and think or oh, hearts might hearts might take points off sale ticket to timecastle, and if we've got home to I don't know Ross County or whatever, we could get that. I think that's I think that's really beyond clutching its throws now. Scotia, I think we, we can. We can let that one go, unfortunately.
2: But, um, yeah, as long as Aberdeen are in the bottom six, I'll be happy. Um, I've seen Stephen with a wee question there about do teams still try to finish sixth before the split? Um, Yes, they do. I was listening to the St Mirren managers, whose name escapes me right now, press conference earlier today, and he was very much up for it because if the results, I think if the results go, Aberdeen and Ross County draw and Livingston and Motherwell draw, a Hearts win and a Dundee United win, it means that if St Mirren beat us on Sunday, they could finish in the top six, I think. So, when I was listening to that interview, he was definitely wanting St Mirren to finish up in sixth if they could. So, yeah, they do. Sorry to jump in. Apologies
4: there. Um, do, you, do you know, it's always kind of just because we we'll talk talking about a split and stuff, it's not, it's not something you talk about often in the Rangers podcast or be your pals, but see if you finish seventh. And you've got, say, 39 points, and the, the team who finished sixth finished with 32 points. Do you still finish seventh and get the seventh place prize money? Yeah, yes. You know, if, it for, if it's after the split and your points are yeah. lower than the seventh yeah, place, yeah. you still get the seventh place prize money.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a great one. <laughs> just, <I> mean, <laughs> exactly,
4: mate. That's what I'm saying. It just it just makes no sense at all. So I know exactly what
1: you're it saying, mate. If, if you go down, but if you finish seventh by a point, the team in sixth yeah. win none of their games and you win four games, you end up with more points at them. It's irrelevant. You finish I'm,
4: seven. I'm sure as old firm fans, we just don't you don't think of stuff like that. Rangers fans, you don't think of stuff like that. But um, it must be so frustrating for other clubs. Like They must be like, we've had a better season than you, but you've finished with less points yeah. and we've got more points. Than you. I don't know. It's bizarre. Bizarre.
2: Yeah, I mean, the split in general is always annoying. me in particular if you've got a tight title race. And one of the old firm teams is going to have three home games and two away and the other's the, the reverse. That's always annoyed me. Um, although sometimes Rangers playing away at home is probably a bit of a hindrance, if we're being honest, based on recent results. Um, just a quick one on St Mirren. Um, I also noted that um, S- J- Jack Alnwick is going to be out for them. Um, also Scott Tanzer, Greg Kelty and Ryan Flynn as well. But you've obviously got um, that Con- Connor Ronan boy. who's um, He's Looked pretty good in some of the highlights that I've seen, and I think he's been playing well from. I think he's up and down from from Wolves at the moment. But, um, sorry, on the Rangers front, Gio had come out in his V um, interview with RTV today to say no major concerns from injury. But Kenny, my main question that I want to ask all you guys, and you can throw in your kind of, thoughts on the St Mirren game as well, is um, really what are you wanting from Rangers for the rest of the season, um, and in particular on on. carney (laughs) laughing away now
3: (laughs) right carney (laughs) carney (laughs) Carney. (laughs) no i mean in
2: in terms of that i mean like how should geo start approaching games i mean obviously this week's still massive but is uh, if you get any inclination on how you you want geo to start doing things given that we've all kenny conceded the league
1: what a question mate honestly what a question where to start with that um there's a lot of talk just now of people thinking, oh, we only need three points on Sunday. Um, the performance doesn't matter. I, again, I can see both sides of that argument right now. In all honesty, I don't know. I I, I don't know if he will decide to, to chuck the league. Uh, it's a, a, We're in a very difficult place right now. I know the league's not mathematically over, but to me it is. Um, but I think we, we're all pretty much in agreement that the league is over. How he's going to start approaching things. My God, Scott, I don't honestly know the answer to that because based on his comments as well, after last night's match and today, I have got no idea what his thinking is right now. And I'm... I'm intrigued to see what decision he makes on Sunday and who to play. Uh, If he plays a certain Welsh person um, that has had a lot of caps for his country and uh, decides to start with him, I'm going to be left angry and very frustrated because I I can't figure out the thinking or the the thought process behind all this. It's uh, it's all a bit bizarre. Look, I want Rangers to finish the league without losing a game. I want Rangers to win the Scottish Cup And I want Rangers to at least get to the semi-final of the Europa League. And as Rangers fans, I don't think we are wrong in expecting that from our team. However, I don't think the team believe in themselves to do that. I don't think they've got the belief in themselves to go and do that. Uh, But, I I mean, if I was going to have the perfect scenario, mate, it would be that. You play your strongest team at all points and you put teams to bed. You start showing a wee bit of belief in yourself and actually convincingly beat teams instead of scraping through. Uh, But Sunday, noon... At St Mirren, I'm, I would be a, a hypocrite if I, I was going to sit here and say that
2: I'm feeling rather chipper about it. Um, I mean, Ryan, this is kind of an age-old question that always gets asked once we kind of know that the, the league's kind of done. I'm not I'm not saying that's the case right now, um, and it's maybe a bit early to look at that for St Mirren, but is one of these ones where do you start bringing in youth an awful lot more. I mean, how do, how do you think we'll approach
4: it? I don't think he's at that stage. Yet. I think he would look as if I think I don't think Van Bronckhorst can start just bringing youth in and and looking as if he's given up. He needs to show that he's it <laughs> he needs to show that he's not giving up this league and and go for it in um, in all fronts as well. I would like to see Lowry because he's been a he's been a positive one of the few positives this season. Uh, I'll throw Bass in there as well. Um, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more of Lowry from now to end the season. I don't think they will. For some reason, I think Joe doesn't fancy him, or I don't know what's happening there. It's, it's a strange one. Uh, but, yeah, I'd like to see Lowry. And I'll answer the question you asked Carney. I'd like to see Rangers 18 points in the league from now to end the season. I'd like to see us win the Scottish Cup, and I'd like to see us get to the final Europa League. But I would also like to wake up with Jennifer Aniston tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was. It's been a, sorry everyone. It's been a bit of a gloomy podcast yet again. Oh, um Ali, what are your what are your thoughts? Um, upcoming. I've um, seen a couple of people put in the comments there about Tony West, and he's been knocking them in for fun down in the B team and the under 18s But if I'm being honest, it's probably a bit too much pressure to bring him in right now and expect it. But potentially a good chance to bleed him into the squad.
3: Yeah, I could see him being on the bench. I don't think he'll start. Lowry, I, I know he said they had a full team to pick from. Is Lowry's and that as well? I don't know. I know I didn't. No, in fact, weekends. I'm just going.
2: To, and actually, that's a good one. Does anyone know
3: what the extent of Lowry's injury or how long he's out for? It didn't it? I, didn't, I, I didn't mention it. Didn't say. did mention no, it. I Didn't say. So I, I don't know if he'll be there. But <sighs> same as Ryan, they need to start showing something. They need to show the care, Rangers. I, if I'm being blatantly honest, I think they have checked out. I think they've checked out. I think they wanted somewhere to come. But um, in the league, they need to win every game at the end of the season to show us something. And um, they need to win the Scottish Cup. Ryan's saying getting to the, the final of Europa League. I would love that as well, but realistically, I can't see it. Um, they need to win the Scottish Cup. And that and that isn't to save their season. That's to bring a slight bit of pride back to the club. Because the league's the, the, league's the be-all and end-all, let's be honest about it. it is speak to Celtic fans as well and they say the league's what they want. They're not interested in the Scottish Cup, League Cup or yeah, whatever they were in the conference. So, it's um, we need to win the Scottish Cup but we need to start showing just showing, like Ryan always says, desire, attitude. We need to start showing it because it just looks like a team that have checked out and I'll just count down the days to their holidays and half of that team packing their bags and disappearing somewhere else. It's that's, that's got the feel of that, and it's just it's whimpering out. And as I said last night, Rangers have got eight, nine days to put a bit of pride back into their season, because if not, we could be sitting here, or doing a post-match outside Hamden, a weekend Sunday, where it could all have just went tits up. And I've got the utter fear, guys, I really do. And sorry to bring another negative into this podcast, but... <laughs> but I
1: need to say what I feel. I need to say what I feel. No, I know you do, and see if that does come true, mate. On that Sunday, I, I'm sorry oh. that will be probably the worst podcast you ever hear from any of us. That will be a particularly tough one. Ah, uh, yeah, mm. it's just fucking them of us negative stuff, man. But <laughs> we, we, we've got to be, as I say, we've got to be because I'm not. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be worth it our input if we we're going to sit here and pretend that everything's fine when it's clearly not fine. We can all see that it's not fine. So, yeah, sorry for all the negativity, but it's just the way we all are right now.
2: <laughs> and I always try to be optimistic, but like I say, it's, it's slowly, it's so slowly I.
1: roading away. Yeah, so slowly I, we roading
4: away. I'm just like, I, I mean, can't do this we,
1: anymore. <laughs> we, could,
4: we could try the positive road. Let's try this, right? There's still, there's still a chance of a treble this season.
2: Right. Yep. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no there <that> isn't.
0: <laughs>
4: I'm you've just not no, just trying to positive road. You've got I'm more chance
1: of Jennifer Aniston actually showing up at your house tonight, mate, than you do uh, than you do of that happening. Um but I mean if we won the Europa League, it would be an, a monumental um a monumental achievement for Rangers and it would certainly help ease the blow for the fact that we're probably not going to win the league. I just based on last night's performance, it's hard to try and believe like that. Uh, and I don't think anybody could really disagree with that.
2: No, you're right. Um, Pearson, if your prediction that you made there comes true, you'll become even more famous on Twitter, I would imagine. And no, Tommy, that's not happening. Fuck that. Yeah, so...
3: Oh, if we get put out of Scottish Cup and get put out of Europe. <laughs>
2: yeah, y- you'll be... Oh, the Celtic don't fans worry, I'll, don't worry I'll,
3: have, I'll, I'll have a couple of jokes lined up for the Celtic fans. Don't worry, they can clip that <laughs> <laughs> oh dear
2: But anyway yes We've got the St Mirren game on Sunday The dreaded 12 o'clock like I say So How are you feeling about it Carney Give me your thoughts Teams and prediction of a score
1: um, How are my thoughts about it mate uh, It's just It's hard to It's hard to get yourself up for it uh, I think we, none of us are really feeling too great about it We do try I mean you, you will try But I think we'll all... Ali's going to be going to the game, so you you, you will more more of a buzz, Ali, about you. There's no doubt about it, going to the game. Um, I'll probably get up and sit and watch it on the couch, mate, and I'll just sit and wait for the game to kick off. If that makes any sense, it'll just be, a, right, OK, the game will kick off. Uh, and Obviously, you get the wee bit of excitement around the team, but um, my team for this is what I think he will play, not what I would play, OK? So this is what I think he will play. Um, McGregor, Tavenier, Goldson Hollander, Bassey Jack, Lundstrom Aaron Ramsey, Kent Roof and Sakala is what I think he will play on Sunday uh, 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 there's a few changes I would make um, I would probably start McLaughlin because it's about time, really, and I'm going to stick to my guns with it with McGregor. Not that he had really much to be blamed for the other night, but it's games like this where we can't have McGregor have deciding to have one of those games that he's had recently. So I, I would definitely change that. And if, I mean, if, in regards of youth players, um, if Lowry was fit 100, percent I'd be playing him. Um, but I, I can't, I, I can't see him. I agree with what Ryan said I don't think he is quite there yet I don't think that will happen I we'll, don't think we'll see youth players just yet so that's the team that I'm going to go for I'm going to go for 2-1 to Rangers and Davis is going to come on and score a winner because it might as well happen because absolutely nothing else is happening for this team right now so Steve Davis
2: for the winner very good very good at least it's a win that's that's what I will say at least it's a win it'll cheer us up slightly I would hope um, Ryan your thoughts your teams and prediction.
4: It's, it's a difficult one. I think everyone's feeling the same. I know we're having a laugh and the same on day give but everyone in the comments will be feeling the exact same as us, Scotia. It's it's very hard to, to look forward to this game on Sunday because it's it was such a blow on Sunday, such a huge blow. And even I was in a bizarre position. You be probably the same yourselves and I wasn't looking forward to the game yesterday and that sounds so unstaunch but I genuinely wasn't looking forward to it. And I went to my dad's and as soon as I seen the players in the tunnel I was like Right. Mon, this is Rangers in a quarter final here and the butterfly started again, so I'll be the same this Sunday. I won't be bothered to actually Rangers the game kicks off and then I'll be I'll be up for it. You're always up for Rangers playing. Once they kick off, you'll be right behind them and everyone will be the same. So yeah, let's hope they get three points, let's hope they get a performance and and, and take it from there. And just that's all they can do really. Um my team, I would like to see I would like to see a Gio and his management team doing something different because this, the, the hole that Alfredo Morelos has left is, I mean, it's it's embarrassing. The way we, we still try to play to that system is if Alfredo's still there and we put Roof in there and we put Sakala, nobody can fill Alfredo Morelos' shoes. So try something different up front. I don't know if that means you play Ryan Kent and Sakala up front as a two or you play Sakala and Roof as a two. He needs to change it because that system does not work and I would love to see him do it I don't think he will so my team is McGregor, goats <laughs> Goldson Halanda, Barisic Kamara, Jack Ramsey and I think he'll play Kent, Scala and Roof up front, I think Mr. Arebo will take a seat in the bench again and I'll go 2-1 Rangers Aaron Ramsey first goal 2-1
2: as well yeah, Pearson, I'll let you wrap up with it once I've done my team so that you can give us all your thoughts about going to your first ever away game. <laughs> um, so. Coming for you, Scorsia. <laughs> <shop. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, um, no, I'll go. My team is. Um, I've kind of picked my team based on what I think he'll do for the game and what he needs to kind of keep in mind for the game on Thursday night. So going for McGregor and goals, backline of Tav, Goldson, Bassey and Barisic. I would have had Hollander in there but I think I want to have Barisic getting a wee bit of game time in case anything happens to the defence on Thursday night because obviously Helander's not in the European squad midfield, they Lundström, Ramsey and Aribo and then Kent, Roof and Sicala up top and I'm going a 3-1 Rangers with the Ramsey first scorer. so um, we'll wrap up with you Pearson on your thoughts, teams, predictions I'm changing it quite
3: a bit because to me the league's done so I'm changing it. Thursday nights the, not the be all and end all, but that's that's the big game. I know you always say the league's a bigger game, but I'm sorry to, to me the league's done. So I'm going. I'm going McLaughlin and goal, Tav at right back, Goldson, Hollander will come back, in. I think Barris will come in at left back. You're gonna, well, be maybe, maybe a wee bit shocked here. I think Steve Davis will come back and sit in midfield with um Aaron Ramsey on the right side of him and Joe Rebo on the left side of him and up top it'll be Ryan Kent, Ruth and Fashion Sakala. That is my team, and I'm going to go one yeah. 0 Rangers. And it's oh, going God. to be yeah, and it's going to be it's going to <laughs> be, be man, it's going to be man, man Joe Rebo, but it's going to be yeah. I just look at lot, I know I, I just look at St Mirren's team; they've got a lot of. Ex-hammer throwers we've come up against, Alan Power, for think Kilmarnock, they've got a few ex-Rangers players, Jordan Jones is there, Brophy's there, for think Kilmarnock, oh, he's hell. haunted us before, there's a few <laughs> players in that team that have <laughs> haunted us in seasons before, so I I just I think it's going to be a slog, I, mean, I, I hope I'm wrong, A lot of, I mean, I've seen them on the boys in the the chat say, the pressure's off-Rangers in the league and they might win 3 now. that wouldn't surprise me either, but... I honestly think it'll be a slog and that's why you boys have picked 2-1 and I'm picking one nil Rangers. That's so what I think it's going to be. To me, Thursday night's a bigger game, so that's what it is. Yeah, you do,
1: realize, yeah you do realize as well, though, of the team that we've all picked, he will now play Scott Arfield again and he'll play Kamara again. And do you know what I mean? It will be. I, I, I hope he doesn't. I really hope he does something to try and inject some life, some I energy, some belief into this team.
3: Sorry, I, yeah, going I to... would say uh, oh sorry, it's coach I was gonna say not one of us there picked Ahmed Diallo, the thirty seven million well, pounds player I from going Manchester to United.
2: United. I was gonna uh-huh. come to him because I was I was <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about putting him in of Sakala because what I was thinking is I've got the utter fear <laughs> that if you play both Riff and Sakala and one of them gets injured then you're you're really light up front. And like I was saying I'm Kenny kind of half jokingly mentioned Tony West in there I think he's far too young at the moment to come in but it would be good to see him sort of starting on the bench and things, because if you think about it when was the last decent striker that we've had come through the youth ranks Robert Fleck
3: Andy Little <laughs> Andy Little I suppose, to ranks, yeah. but, I mean, oh. Did he come through the ranks, Andy
2: Little? He was, in, he was in some of the youth teams and I suppose with Little he, most of his playing time was in the lower divisions though in the it? lower
4: leagues, yeah Charlie Miller played up front for the game at Hamden, did they not? he not? With Hately, he was a striker. Can us right, a striker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, um, yeah. That's
2: just at about the hour marks. So I think that'll do us. So, thank you everyone for um, um, listening this evening, and then thanks also to my guests. First up, thank you, Ryan Hemers.
4: Thanks very much, mate. Um, one of the positives I think is the amount of people that are in the comments. I've really enjoyed that. It's building a really good community there. Always, it's good to see everybody get involved and. Try to keep each other's spirits up because it's tough just now. Ali, you enjoy the game on Sunday, mate. I would go for a oh, bottle aye. of Magnum Jamaican rum before I go into the game. Just to make oh, that's sure. a Jamie Lowe special, that like, one, Yes, yeah. indeed it is, and it's a very good special. You'll be cross-eyed when you get in, so I would um, do that before we get in the stadium. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Thanks.
2: Cheers, and Ed, Thank you, Alistair Pearson. As I say, enjoy your, your first ever away game.
3: Well, it isn't my first ever league so in <laughs> But um, no, I will enjoy it. Um, if I do know, I won't enjoy it. That's a lie. That's um, what it is. I'll, I'll be going there with Darn and Lee. So, I looking forward to. I'm more looking forward to Thursday night. To be honest, guys, I know we'll talk about it first. I would say, Carney, we need to have another. Um, podcasting the Viceroy because I need to drink to do this now because Rangers are making me <laughs> drink these days. So <laughs> we need to get back to the Viceroy sharpest for one of them. But anyway, thanks, 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 anyway, Scott. And I uh, have a yeah. good
2: weekend, lads. And uh, finally, thank you, Scott Carney.
1: Not a problem, mate. Thank you to everybody for getting involved in the comments. And I just want to say something about the comments. Um, sometimes I, I think when the team's playing like this and we're all quite down and the momentum seems to have gone. Uh, it almost, it, it can be. Comments can be took the wrong way, uh, and sometimes I think people might think that I've said something that's like I'm trying to kind of have an argument, and I'm really not trying to have an argument. It's okay for us to have different opinions on this right now because everybody should have a different opinion on it. It doesn't mean that I'm right, and it certainly doesn't mean that you're wrong, um, and vice versa. So. Let's all stay together on this. As I say, I love the wee community that we have. I love everybody that everybody comes in and gets involved in it. I really do. Uh, but we are all together, but it's okay for us to disagree because it's what makes us Rangers fans. Um, as I say, uh, we are, I know we tend to agree quite a lot. We're all quite similar. We don't all agree on everything, all the podders. We don't always all agree on things, but sometimes we're, we're pretty different. Um, so we are all together on this. So just don't ever take it the wrong way. Things are pretty tough just now because of the way the league has went. It is unfortunate that it's happened like that, but uh, we certainly love your input. I love all the comments, love everybody getting them false. So, yeah, just had to get it off my chest. Thank you very much. Go, and Ali. Enjoy your first ever away game. it's
3: Going to stick with you. <laughs> technically, it's not. I went to Queen's Park in the, the, the banter years, so there you go. Well, uh,
2: we're not counting that, mate. We're not counting that one. It that counts.
3: That's an away yeah. game.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I was there with you, actually, so aye, we will take it go. out. <laughs> yes, um, no, yeah, as Carney says, put it well there, um, thanks everyone, love the wee community, so if you could um, like, share and subscribe this video to help us keep on growing, that would be much appreciated. Hope everyone enjoys our weekend, and let's hope Rangers get us the three points that we are all wanting. Good evening and good night.